0: Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, A Quick Shot of Romance. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Buzzing About Romance, A Quick Shot of Romance. And on this episode, I am joined by podcast contributor Heather, and we are reviewing The Ozone by Kelly Jameson. This is book one of her new series, Bears Hockey 2. Welcome back to the podcast, Heather.
1: Hey, Leah. Thanks for having me.
0: Okay, so you want to read the synopsis from Goodreads for us? I, I
1: definitely do. He's on the defense against love, but scoring in the Ozone is so much fun. Owen Cook, I have one goal, to be the best hockey player I can be. I'm not going to waste the opportunity I have. All my focus is on hockey. I avoid distractions like women and relationships during the hockey season. But when a quirky subway busker asks me on a fake date, somehow I'm intrigued enough to accept. Emery Ross. I gave up music, my music dreams to look after my half-sister. I don't want her to feel as alone and neglected as I did after our mother died. But my ex-boyfriend is still trying to win me back and now my stepfather is helping him. God, I'd rather drink bleach than marry Roman Moretti. If they think I'm involved with someone else, maybe they'll give up on that idea. All I need is a man or a date for a party. Owen, oh, when Emery introduces me to her wicked stepfather, ha, huh, I realize I've made a huge mistake. He's my boss, the man who owns the team I play for, and he's not happy to see me with Emery. Can you say career-ending move, Emery? Oops, I hate hockey. How was I supposed to know who Owen is? How are we going to convince, how are we going to keep Vince from trading him away? How am I going to make sure I stay happily unmarried? We're going to have to keep up this um, pretense, even if it means me going to hockey games. Ugh. Even if it means disrupting Owen's rigid routine, even if it means everything gets a lot more complicated.
0: Okay. So the release date on this is January 4th, 2022. So it is brand new and tropes Mm -hmm. are hockey and fake relationship. There really aren't a lot of tropes in this book when you break it down, which is Mm -hmm. kind of surprising. And then the put out percentage is 42%. So kind of a slow burn, kind of not. Right. Mm. Um,
1: It didn't, it didn't really feel like a slow burn
0: in Mm -hmm. the book,
1: I will say. Like, it felt perfectly timed.
0: It did, yes. So, so so these two, they've kind of noticed each other in the subway. Because as the book opens, Owen is talking about this busker that he sees, who he just kind of, he likes to watch in a creeper kind of way because he likes to hide in the shadow and watch her so that she can't see him and he talks about like this connection that he seems to have like with her music and the way like she is and then and then she when she's talking to Owen at one point like she talks about how she always noticed him staring at her being that creeper he even said like I
1: don't know why I'm drawn to this girl because she's totally not my normal type of girl like I know Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and so it's very it's very funny but he like she's like he I mean he's like six five or something
0: like he's not a small person
1: he stands out like let's be real so Mm -hmm. she's kind of I think she
0: wants to come across as quirky Mm -hmm. she definitely was I liked let me first say this I love this blurb I think Kelly Jameson writes a great blurb in the way mm-hmm. that she tells such a story but doesn't really give a lot away but I, I would think agree that's, I think that's part of it though uh, Emery is she's quirky but not but her quirks are not a negative like there's so many books where they draw like people don't like me because of my quirks like hers are just little little parts of her personality that just make her very individual and very like Emory.
1: Yeah. And I, my heart kind of bled for her because I think she, she really only has her sister. So Mm -hmm. her mom died. First of all, her dad died when she was little. Yeah. And then her mom died and she has her younger sister, Kat. And so she has really, Taken over, like, parenting of mm-hmm. this 12 year old girl. And I think, as mothers, you and I can agree that parenting a 12 year old is hard.
0: It's very hard.
1: And she's trying to balance having her own life and then also providing some stability for her sister. And so she really doesn't have many people in her life.
0: Mm-mm.
1: And she really only does things for
0: Kat. Yeah. Well, and I think part of it is too. like her stepdad is not the best guy. I think he has the potential of being a good guy. And there's a scene towards the end of the book that really like it makes it was needed. It was a very much needed scene in. I think it clued him into a lot of things that he kind of was avoiding. But when you read that scene, like you get, you understand where his headspace is, but at the same time, you're like, you're the adult. Like you are not a 20-some-year-old kid who is going through this. Like you are an adult, you are a parent, and you like made those choices. And but I think with Emery, like she's so like she's kind of stuck mm-hmm. because Vince was like he was there and he seemed like he cared for her mom but like after her mom died she was she had cat like that was like it and the people that work for the family are are good to her and like involved but she she kind of lost herself along the way after she lost her mom because it's like that was the last true remaining like family for her
1: yes and um yes And then there's Owen and Owen Mm -hmm. just made me chuckle. Like he just, he's very funny. So,
0: but he's funny in like a dad joke kind of way.
1: (laughs) Very in my line of work, we call them very rigid thinkers.
0: Mm -hmm. And so
1: he is a very rigid thinker, very uh, routine oriented, um, doesn't is not flexible really like in his thinking like you know like he
0: can't (laughs) he's he's very single-minded like this is this is my goal I will do everything possible to achieve this goal no matter how much attention it it takes me and (laughs) honestly like I know that you loved Owen I had a hard time connecting with Owen I really did because he like he seemed like a really good guy, but unless it revolved around hockey, he he didn't really want it around. Like he's friendly yeah. with his teammates, but like they don't have that like really bond. like bond. Yes, it. But you can tell like his teammates want that with him, but they're kind of like you're so strict. Like you're, and they throw that addiction word around. And when you read the story, you understand why. Like that really gets to him but yeah
1: and I think that they're onto something you know mm-hmm. like he there's a lot going on in Owen's life I don't want to we I want to give it away from no, anyone because you have to get to that spot but he has a lot going on and so there's a mm-hmm. reason that he is so focused single-minded and focused like my goal is that I play hockey and I'm going to do I'm going to be the best hockey player that I can be and in order to do that it's like his body is his mechanism and machine to get him to be the better player Mm -hmm. and then I think a coach said to him like something his coach said you know something about love and your family will be there when hockey ends and he was Mm -hmm. like hockey is gonna end
0: yeah like it it was one of those like Aha moments, but it wasn't mm-hmm. an aha moment in that moment for him. Like it came later, because yeah. he was like flabbergasted that hit the <laughs> the general manager would have the gall to say that hockey is not going to be there forever. Because I think because they they throw the word workaholic around, and it's it's true. Like he was so focused, especially during hockey season, because they talk like talk about like. How he does like extra skates and how he's constantly watching games and constantly watching films and constantly like studying and anything he reads it's about hockey but that was
1: my the the one that made me laugh the most in this whole book there was a scene where he for people um who are not hockey um familiar Mm -hmm. the only people that can address a ref on the ice are the coaches, or if you're a captain or assistant captain. So if you have mm-hmm. an A or a C on your jersey, then you can address the refs. So the refs made a bad call or the wrong call, and he said, "No, that's not right." You know this, and he explained it. And then like a couple more refs came up, and they're like, mm, "No, he's actually right." And he's like, mm, "And he just skated off." Like it mm-hmm. wasn't like he was gloating. It was like, "Nope, I'm right. You're wrong." And it was like well, even then he got- well,
0: didn't question. But the thing is too, like in his explanation to the ref, he goes like step-by-step, like why he was wrong. And it's like, I understand like the need and the want to like, to, to get to the nitty gritty of your sport, but like, it was a lot.
1: This was okay. That that's one of the things, um, this is, if you are somebody who is not, if you're new to hockey and you're interested in learning about hockey, Kelly does a fantastic job of explaining the game. So Mm -hmm. if you don't understand the game or you watch it, but you're like, "Mm, I need a little bit of a tutorial. I think Kelly does a Mm -hmm. fantastic job of explaining it.
0: Well, and I think in this book too, it goes both ways because we have this Roman character who, who pops up and he's kind of a nuisance and, in Emery's world where he talks about different plays and different calls and he explains them wrong and calls them the wrong thing oh, like i was dying like laughing. that whole power play scene where he's like it's a five on four or four to five or whatever he was calling it i was like i was chuckling to myself and he's not wrong they do
1: it is a fight you know it is a five on four but, but it was just the way he was, a power
0: like, play <laughs> like but that's the thing like the way he was explaining it, and the way he was like so certain, like this is what it's called, and this and this and this, and it's like, yeah, they refer to it as that, but you still have to like call it what it is. Like, well, and
1: that also made Owen more annoyed. So, she, Vince is her stepdad who owns the the New York Bears, mm-hmm. and he is sort of pushing this her ex boyfriend Roman for her to get married to Roman who is not a
0: nice person
1: he's not a great guy Mm -hmm. and she is thinking it's about money because they are like next level money people you know what I mean they have staff and whatever so she drags Owen she's like hey I really um I need you to come to this party with me and he's like totally out of his comfort zone he's like oh okay okay so he shows up and then they're at this party and he realizes, he's like, oh my
0: God. Well, cause he, like the owner is there and mm-hmm. the owner's like, why are you here? He's like, this is, this is my date. And Emory's like, oh, this is my stepdad. And then the GM of the team is there. Like I think and the coach, coach was at the party. And the coach is like, this is a bad idea, Owen. <laughs> well, and that's one thing I didn't like about these people is they're like, you can't be dating her. And it's like, just let it happen. Like he's, he's an, he's an adult and he's, yeah. And I
1: also love the timing of this because, Mm -hmm. um, also for people who are new to hockey, there is, they call it an all-star break. And so in the the beginning of February, there is always an all-star game and it's like this huge event and it's in a big, and it's in a different city and it's a Mm -hmm. big deal and then players from individual team, each team goes. Well, the players that don't go to the all star game, usually a lot of them go on vacation and they go on vacation with their teammates and they go somewhere beautiful and fun. And they, mm-hmm. you know, post pictures on Instagram. So their Owens buddies are going to, was it Aruba or they went somewhere, to Aruba. somewhere super nice and warm. And they're like, Emory you should come with us and she's Ugh. like um and Owen's like uh sure sure yeah
0: like but it's not? funny but in that moment cuz he doesn't usually go with them like yeah he doesn't go on vacations with them like they're constantly like asking him to go but he doesn't usually go and the fact that like they invited Emory and I think the fact that she kind of like they kind of pulled her into the fold right away like he's had apprehensions about that because he's like why why are they liking her so much like this is not supposed to be rehole. like right. but then they go to Aruba and, and things change yeah I yeah but but then when she comes home oh yeah she's a dirty dog she, Vince is a dirty dog and things happen and thing and the story is progressing and their relationship and situation is changing but then Owen is kind of a dirty dog.
1: Yeah, Owen, I wanted to like throw punch him. And but in the end, there are okay, so yes, I don't, I did I was super angry at him how things mm-hmm. went down. And I know he's a fictional character, but um it's real to us at the same right, time. It also needed to happen. And here's mm-hmm. why I think this. Because Emery needed to sort of Spread stand her on wings her own. and stand on her own and realize that she is strong enough to do this, that she has skills and talents and abilities to be her own person. Mm-hmm. And she knew there was a, a back, like a soft landing for her if she needed it. And she had yeah. a group of people around her to support her which is something
0: she had never had in her life. Mm -hmm. And so for her, she needed that. She did. And I think part of it though, is she almost expected what happened to happen. Like, and it wasn't like, yes, because sometimes like her her life has not been easy. And so she kind of just expects that anyway, because people have not been there for her. But Mm -hmm. the, the way the relationship had been kind of, moving forward but it was going like three steps back like a half a step forward a few steps back and like they had really good moments but the moments were few and far between like when everything kind of culminated and so she kind of was leading towards this the like this ideal that maybe she needed to to do something different for herself anyway
1: they both needed to their relationship was progressing, even though it was a fake relationship. I think we all knew from the get go that it wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. They both needed to mature and grow and figure some things out individually on their own, so they could come back and be better together.
0: Right. Well, and I think they both kind of needed that reality check of, like, Owen oh, needed the reality check of he he's creating this monster of himself. And he needs to, to learn like his boundaries and with Emery, like she needs to, un- I think with Emery, like the biggest thing is she needs to learn to speak up for herself. Cause her and Vince have a confrontation at one point and it really like made a difference. It didn't fix things, but it made a difference. And this confrontation is also something that is overheard by other people. And it makes them realize like maybe they need to look at things a little bit differently as well
1: yeah i think it was a really it was well paced it was Mm -hmm. the the you know pulling in our the previous bears players but then also introducing us to Mm -hmm. um the next books in the series which those can like come out tomorrow i'm cool with that
0: (laughs) (laughs) well and one thing i like too is like we we have this a little tidbit of the three characters from the the talk hockey series or i don't remember what that series was called it's the bears yeah. is it the, the bears? bears oh this mm-hmm. is bears too but so the original like the three like bears um who were part of like the bus crash like situation mm-hmm. but you you're not overpowered by the supporting characters like you have those three you have the guys in moments where they're. Basically interventioning (laughs) Owen. And then you have the girls who are standing up for Emery and being like, we're here for you. We don't care about Owen, the Owen situation. Like if you're with him, you're with him. If you're not, you're not. Like we are still here for you, which I thought was great. Yep.
1: Oh, I agree. I think it was a really great. I think it was a really good book. Mm -hmm. Um and if you really like hockey romance, then definitely pick this up and I mean for me Kelly Jameson is always like a pre-order she is a one click like anything that has her name on the cover I just Mm -hmm. devour it because I always know it's going to be amazing
0: well and one thing I like is her hockey is right yeah
1: there's no errors in her books about hockey or anything nope she gets
0: it (laughs) and it's also like But she doesn't make it so technical like if there's not a a ton of like hockey jargon where you're like Mm -mm. what does this mean like she she makes it so it's very understandable for anybody reading okay so question time yep did you like this book yes obviously very much so
1: (laughs) and I like um I will say I was questioning why she did like a Bears 2 series Mm -hmm. and reading this book it makes sense to me why and so I think in the end it will probably make sense to
0: other people Mm -hmm. yeah I agree like I like this one it was a little bit of a slow start for me but once they got to the meat of the story I really enjoyed it um so who would typically like this book
1: I think if you're a hockey fan, for sure. Um, Mm -hmm. If you like a team or a family romance, if you like um, fake relationship, um, kind of. uh, I feel like that it was a pretty quick read too. Yeah,
0: it was. It's not super long, um, but I'd like that. It gives you, it is one of those books too, where it gives you like that small town aspect, but it's not a small town which I really like too. Um, Yeah, I would agree. Okay. So would you read, would you recommend this book? Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Like that's the thing, like everybody in our hive of readers loves Kelly Jameson. And we are constantly talking about how amazing her books are and she's just a wonderful delight for person too. So
1: my sister-in-law actually on Christmas said, Um, oh I have a gal that I work with she's she's into hockey romance and she's Mm -hmm. like she needs a list of people and I was like oh I got that I pull out my post-it note and I'm like okay so here we go and Kelly (laughs) Jamison was at the top of the list and I was like tell her to check Libby it's in the Hennepin County library I got this I got this like I was born for
0: this let me tell you (laughs) okay so do you have a book you think we should review for a quick shot of romance if you do and you want us to read it and then talk about it send us an email at the bees at bookcaseandcoffee.com thank you so much heather for joining me on this quick shot of romance thanks leah happy reading everybody find us on instagram at buzzing about romance or on twitter at buzzing romance if you like the podcast please leave a review